Hello, everybody. I am Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a great show. I'm going to talk a little about how this entire corona insanity is just a massive worldwide psychological operation. And it's really starting to fuck with my head. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I've spent all that time sorting out all sorts of different lies were told in every field. I mean, it's just completely packed. As a result of that, I've become America's most trusted lawyer. And that's not saying much, but at least it is something. So this corona thing become clear to me that most people, this is pretty much the only topic they care about unless you're a brainwashed fool talking about the election, the vote, the vote, got to vote. <laughs> For the most part, it's all about corona. And even the stupid election has all these corona overtones to it. We have to get serious at this point and realize that this is not a deadly global pandemic. That is utterly fucking ridiculous. In an actual deadly pandemic, every single person knows lots and lots of people who are dead, who are almost dead. And in this situation, nobody does. All anybody knows is that they see something on TV and the entire event is occurring there. Oh, some famous celebrity gets it. Some supposed other person gets it. It's always happening in some other place. I live in Texas. They're claiming we're some new hotspot with cases going through the roof and all this other bullshit. There's nobody sick here. There's nothing going on. The hospitals are empty. I see these stories all the time about how the hospitals are overflowing. But there are never any pictures. There's never any way to go confirm it. They had that whole film your hospital hashtag thing going early. And there's nobody at the hospitals. You're not allowed to go check on them. That, that's a very important piece is that there's no way to independently confirm any of this. These are just AI written stories that just repeat things and create these sort of crisis actor fakes to give quotes. I don't think a large number of people are understanding how truly dangerous this situation is with regards to the growth in government power. They, they really don't. I mean, I'm frustrated with the people because even though I knew they were unbelievably fucking stupid, this is whole nother level stupid. To continue to believe this when there aren't bodies piling up anywhere is just mind-bending. And when every single independent investigation that goes out comes back and finds that whatever it is they were saying, it's just simply not true. My friend was in Miami last weekend. And Miami is supposedly a new hotspot, along with Texas, hotspot. There's nothing going on there. Nobody's wearing masks. Everybody's just trying to skirt the law as much as possible. Nobody's sick. The hospitals are empty. It's the same story every time. I can't believe how many thinking, seemingly reasonably intelligent, rational people are continuing to believe a story this totally ridiculous. I look at Drudge periodically just for laughs, and I read the headlines, and they're amazing. I actually saw one today that said that the founding fathers would have been supportive of mask wearing. <laughs> the fucking founding fathers. 
I mean, the very people who threw off under the supposed narrative, threw off England because of a 3% tea tax, they no more would have agreed to some kind of governmental lockdown with masks and social distancing and closing their business. It's, it's idiotic. If there's an actual event where people are dying all over the place, the government doesn't have to try to enforce and impose restrictions on people. They're all scrambling around on message boards and apps and everything else, trying to find out different ways to live, to survive. You know, you'd, you'd see stuff from people, hey, I've been living in my basement, I'm scared to death to go out, I peeked outside, there's a bunch of fucking dead bodies out there. Does anyone have any idea if there's some way to protect my, I've been trying to wrap myself in cellophane on fucking aluminum foil, I've covered myself in KY jelly. I mean, what what are fucking people doing? That's what would be happening in an actual deadly pandemic. There'd be people everywhere asking for solutions. <laughs> That's no part of the narrative going on. Anybody can see the entire narrative is just there's a bunch of people who know it's bullshit and nothing holds together. And then the rest of the media, government, academia, and zombie land of people are just trying to shame people into not asking questions, just doing whatever the fucking government tells them. It's, it's the most crazy upside down thing. They're blaming you for killing people if you don't follow government regulations that make no sense together, that you're not allowed to challenge and have no science backing them up. But that's what the media runs 24-7 now. They have this situation where it's, oh, you're, you're not wearing a mask, you're putting people at risk. Well, where's the evidence for any of that? There isn't any. It's just something they say. It's a concoction of social media as well. You see, social media is such a fantastic control system. If you read someone like Robert Cialdini and you understand that if you, if you make somebody make a very small commitment, that they will make a much bigger commitment and it's almost impossible to get them to pull that back, that's what they're doing with social media. They get people to make commitments to friends and family on Facebook and other bullshit kinds of places about the supposed official narrative and the danger early on. And then when the whole narrative starts to fall apart, those people are locked in socially in a way that makes it very difficult for them to pull it back. No matter how many facts keep accumulating, and we're seeing that now, that no matter how many facts accumulate, the people don't change their position. And that's the sign of a psychological operation. The way they keep pointing to some place like Texas, where absolutely nothing's going on in order to analyze whether or not this thing's real, and they totally ignore Zimbabwe and fucking India and, and Burma and, and go down the fucking list of places where nobody's dying. <laughs> it's just so weird that people are still believing this. I just, it's hard for me to just do anything. I went to the gym the other day, even though I got my own home gym squared away. I went there just to check it out and try to do some squats and some stuff that where I don't have a rack because I've got two big tires. I drag a couple and throw weights in them and I flip the other one. So it works real well, but, but I, I wanted to go to the gym just to see what it's like. And you have to wear a fucking mask. Okay, so I get over there and it's completely dead. You can only go in one door. I forgot they weren't going to have water fountains. And people are in there. It's very, very scant. There's almost nobody in there. And the people all technically had a mask on their face. So basically everybody's mask in the weightlifting area was pulled down. <laughs> it was just, it was pulled down. I mean, nobody's using it. But I was in there. And I was just getting depressed. I realized, shit, I'm getting depressed in this place. I used to like to lift 
but this place is depressing now. I think they even turned the music off. So it's just this kind of dead zone. And there was one stupid ass up doing cardio uh, upstairs. I think he was on like one of those ellipticals and he was doing it real fast, you know, like these jokers do. And, and he had a mask on. He was an older guy, but he was very concerned. And he, when he left, we happened to leave at the same time when the gym was closing. I saw him by his car changing out of his clothes, okay, this old dude changing in the fucking parking lot, but leaving his mask on and spraying down his fucking clothes with some kind of sterilizer. <laughs> spraying down his gym clothes in his car. This is the paranoia that the guy was experiencing because it's a psychological operation on people. It's not a real event. That's why it's so screwed up. It's causing so much cognitive dissonance in regular normal people because they see what people are saying and then they see what they actually experience. They don't meet up. They see what the government tells them and then they see the government tell them something else and then they see that nothing the government says is true and it just starts to create a lot of cognitive dissonance. And I think it's probably intended to do a bunch of things. One, it, it divides the people, keeps them from focusing on the uh, bad actors who are behind all of this and it keeps them angry at each other. So that keeps them divided. And that's always what governments seek to do. And it's very effective. It's also very demoralizing to have to live in a place where such complete fantasies and unrealities are accepted and you're expected and have to go along with them in many ways. If I even want to just go into a store, I go in with one of those kind of... Uh, mask that looks like a big turtleneck so I can just kind of pull it up half ass a little bit over from my mouth and just let it slide down and that works okay uh, but I see just zombies everywhere with the full-on masks and it just makes everybody feel uncomfortable there's no way to create any cohesion in the population which of course is another great goal that they're seeking and it's extremely effective the other kind of psychological warfare they're, they're engaging in is very similar to what they do to POWs. They make sure that nobody can really know what the hell's going on. They keep everybody constantly destabilized. That's a very, very powerful weapon because it breaks people down because you don't know what's coming and you feel totally and completely helpless. Well, that's the deal now with the rules changing and nobody can figure out what the fucking rule is and you can go here, but you can't go there. And then they change the rules. The schools are going to open. They aren't going to open. Oh, they're closing back down. Oh, we may have another lockdown. Oh, we can open it back up. You can do the hairspray here, but you can't there. The barber this. It's always like that all the time. And so you don't really know what's going on. And you know at any time, at least in my situation, they can close down things again. And, I, and once again, I'm completely screwed. And because there's so many zombies running around out there who believe this nonsense, they're, they're able to do it all. And that's a very powerful tool because it's demoralizing. And I find even my friends who are, you know, they all know this is a complete load of shit. We're all experiencing the same kind of somewhat depression periodically just just I'm not going to say I feel hopeless but it's having an effect and I'm sure the suicide numbers are rising and they're never going to fucking tell us what they are but I look at the way the thing is breaking out and unless you are really really blind it's pretty obvious where we're going with this and it isn't good we're heading to these biometric prison where Literally everything you do 
is going to require some kind of scanned up thing to get approval. And they're just going to be able to target any and everybody they think is problematic for any reason at all and just run you through the ringer of CDC vaccinations and testing and blocks and problems on your app. And, oh, you got a yellow now, you got a red. Oh, that's an accident. Call customer service and such and so. Oh, you got to use the online app. Oh, it doesn't download. It, they're going to have so many systems set up that travel is going to be very difficult. Work is going to require permission. Just going into stores is going to require permission. That's why they're destroying all these mom and pops so that all these big national chains, which are all on board with this scammery, are going to be the only things left. Now, I know a lot of people think that sounds insane and crazy and it could never happen. But, of course, look around and see what's happening. I hear all the time with this, well, wear a mask, no big deal. Well, your constitutional rights are violated by a mask. Oh, oh, staying six feet apart, that's a big constitutional violation. The people aren't very bright. <laughs> that's the problem. They don't see that all these things are death by a thousand cuts. Of course, those things are constitutional violations, but they make them so small. Okay, that it's very difficult to blow your life up over a little tiny small thing like that. But that's the plan. And when you keep stacking and stacking and stacking, and then they use the precedent over and over and over. Just like I heard Dershowitz talking about how the supposed legal precedent for why they can make you take a vaccine is some previous Joker's Supreme Court case about another vaccine. <laughs> so it's we don't look at the Constitution, we look at whatever the Supreme Court says. And these masks and this social distancing and these business closings, they're all the same kind of thing. They set these precedents. And then these precedents are used in the future to add more and more precedents on top and to just constantly ratchet down, ratchet it down, ratchet it down. And then before you know it, you're totally screwed. And that's what's coming. What amazes me is that as obvious as it is, the vast majority of the people either don't see it or don't think it's a big deal. And the people who don't think it's a big deal, those are the ones who really blow my mind. They don't seem to understand they're putting their lives into the hands of government. And the thing about that is that the only way any of this happens is all because of this belief in authority, that somehow the government's entitled to pass these arbitrary rules and we have to follow them. The thing that's so crazy about that is at the same time people believe that this government is one of the consent of the people. That's how it supposedly gets its authority. But if the people don't consent to these rules, what does that mean? It, what, what does it mean? It's the belief in this authority and this idea that we have to wait and vote and then they have all this power and then the only thing we can do is wait to vote them out again. That's what's causing all of this because those people then turn around and support the order followers who point guns at you because Tony Fauci wrote something down and said it's a recommendation and some other criminal in some other government location has said now it's a law. And none of those things would be problems if they didn't have men with guns who will run around and enforce it. And the reason that exists is because this belief in law and order and authority, which I covered last time. It's such a dangerous thing that people think is such a good thing. But the belief in authority and this order-following nonsense, that's where the problem ultimately is. That's where the rubber meets the road. If a group of insane people in some room were writing shit down and they didn't have order followers to go out and enforce it, nobody would care. And believe me, 
Hollywood and government are constantly pushing this order-following authority meme everywhere. You know, the guy always gets the girl who follows the tough orders but manages to pull it out. There are always movies about moving heaven and earth to try to save some senator or, or judge or low-level government official who's been threatened. They rush to him, and the, the girl always wants the man who's there following the orders and protecting the government official. It's a very, very deep brainwashing. It goes on all the time. The one thing we do have that people need to understand is jury nullification. Now, people don't understand what that is, but the reality is the jury has the right to say not guilty for any reason it wants. Any reason it wants. It doesn't have to, quote, follow the law. That's a load of shit. There's nothing about that. The entire reason juries have that right, and the Supreme Court has even recognized it, even though in a typical Ferengi fashion, they then went on to say, but you don't have any right to be told about it. <laughs> so you have a right, a constitutional right, a right that's inherent for every free fucking man to say, no, not guilty. That's a made-up fucking crime, but you're not allowed to be told about it. But see, it's very powerful because that's the final stop. That's the most powerful way to prevent these governments from doing things is that the people just get in jury boxes and say, no, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, no, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. And if you do that all the time, then they just have to stop bringing the cases. And once they start doing that, the people could all just demand trials and their people would be stopped being arrested. They stopped trying to bring charges against them because there's no way to get around it. It's an incredibly powerful weapon that they can't stop, that all you have to do is get on the jury and say not guilty. And that's it. Their system breaks apart. And that's why they're so concerned about people finding out about jury nullification. And they arrest people and they, make, they, they don't allow them to stand in front of courts. They can't let people find this out because it's such an incredibly powerful weapon to fight the kind of tyranny we're dealing with now. Well, think about Think about how powerful that jury nullification is because if you understand the way the law works, the government makes the law, then the government enforces the law, the government investigates the law, government has the prosecuting attorney, has the judge, has the appellate judge, says how much evidence can come in, says what's admissible, what's not admissible. Go down the list, okay? It risks nothing in a trial. But if the people if the people decide, you know what, these laws are bullshit and we're not going to enforce them, there's not a damn thing they can do about them. And that's the reason for the jury trial. That's the real way a jury trial is a check on the system. You just say, no, we're not going to convict people for not fucking wearing masks, for not closing their business, for not doing these things. And if people could get together and do that and understood it, it would work. <laughs> it would work. And that's why people need to act now. They really need to speak up. And I'm just finding it incredibly depressing that most people just don't. And they're, well, you know, I still find ways to have fun. And I, that really is the problem. You know, these people, they, they make excuses for all these things that are happening to them. And no one thing is ever enough for them to stand up and say, no, nah, this is bullshit. We're not doing this. Nothing's ever enough. And so they just take a little more and a little more and a little more. It's just getting to the point where we're really not far from a full-on police state. I know people don't see that. I know they don't think it's possible because they're just such believers in the fantasies about the Constitution. But we are incredibly close to the point where you won't be able to work. You won't be able to go into a public building. You won't be able to go buy food. 
You won't be able to go do anything without a ID that says that you are COVID free or whatever the most made up next thing is. I see that and I just say, how can people be okay with this? But they are, but they are. And really we probably should get some kind of support group together (laughs) because it's necessary at this point, just for our mental health, really. It's gotten so weird. This world's so damn weird now. I think that's probably going to be the whole show. If you like what I talk about, then we need to stick together, you know? Follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. Subscribe to my podcast. Listen to them. Share them. And if you're, you know, one of the brainwashed zombies, then you're not going to be interested, and that's fine. That's fine. Well, I hope everybody has a nice night or day, whichever it is at this time. That's the show. Take care.